Yeah, what's up? I'ma kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it right here? Here we go. Ah, oh, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marion Barnett, your host. We each and every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. And we got a lot of things to talk about. First of all, we're going to announce it all through this program. We The toy giveaway today at RL's Blues Palace. That is over on, my, on Al Lipscomb Way. On Al Lipscomb Way. If you you don't have to show any uh, proof of uh, parenthood or uh, anything or income, just show up. They're going to give you some toys, and you'll get a ticket, and uh, everybody get take a ticket because at the end of the giveaway, they have 100 bicycles. 100 bicycles they'll be giving away today. So come on over, nine o- starting at 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock this morning, come over to RL's Blues Palace. All right. Somebody know the exact address. You'll find it because it's almost at uh, about two or three blocks from uh, Fair Park on Alipscombe Way. And uh, you'll see it there. And go and get your children some toys. Get your children some toys. Get some toys. And it, no child should go without getting some type of enjoyment during this season, this Yuletide season. So come on and make sure you don't have to show proof or anything. All they ask is that the parent be with the child and you can get the child a toy. And get them a toy. It starts at 9 o'clock this morning. When I go off the air, it'll be starting up and going on and having a good time. Have, have you, go have yourself a good time. Oh, thanks, thanks, thanks to Brother Smith for putting this on, putting this on, putting this on. Yes. All righty. A lot of things to talk about. A lot of things, a lot of things to talk about. Uh, congratulations to Sock. They won the state championship two years in a row. They won last night the state championship. But let me explain something. They talk about the, the first and second championship out of the DISD. But let me explain something to y'all. You could have had probably four or five more, if not more, championships out of DISD had the schools played in the correct division, not playing in a division over above them. When Carter and Kimball was good, had Carter and Kimball played in a division that they, they, their enrollment dictated, they would have been able to win several state championships. But they had to play in the highest division when they did not nearly have the enrollment to play that. The people had moved out. They had moved to Duncanville, DeSoto, Cedar Hill, all these other places, Lancaster. They moved out of there. A lot of people had moved. 
They were no longer the powerhouse. They had been in the 80s and uh, early 90s. They were not that powerhouse anymore. But they were real good at the division that they were in. Had they been in there. Uh, Dave Chaos is walking into the studio with man, a a ton of (laughs) toys. What is it? A a box box taller than he is. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, wonderful, wonderful. Y'all go get those toys today. Get your children some toys. And um, had they been able to play, had they been able to play in the division that their enrollment stated they should have played in and not been forced to play in the highest division of all, they would have won several state championships. I know what I'm talking about. I was there. And the CDISD, the, the, the media here in Dallas, they loved to rank about DISD because at that time it was predominantly black. Now it's predominantly Hispanics and black. And they would like to put that down and give the suburbs the credit. But at those black schools, Played in a division that was had similar enrollment, they would have whipped their ears off them. But they played in schools. They played schools that two, had two and three times the enrollment of there. That was not fair. But people were still living off of the smell of that alcohol from the 1988 team that won the state. And many said that was the greatest team in the history of Texas high school football. It probably was. It probably was. But those people had begun to move even then and move out. And they, we, we hope that DeSoto win today. We hope that Duncanville win today. Those schools, the Soto, Duncanville, those are nothing but old Carter and Sock teams. Although these kids here couldn't have beat those back in the 80s. No, 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 no. They couldn't have beat them. I watched them play closely. They're not quite as good. They're good. They're awfully good. These kids are good. Awfully good, but I don't believe they could beat the teams in the 80s. But those parents moved, and and that's what happened. They tell you Dallas had not won in so many years, but they don't tell you why. I'm explaining, yes, I agree, they didn't win, but there was a reason why those schools' athletic programs went down. But now, uh, Tatiana Jefferson. This fella, Aaron uh, Dean. He got off with manslaughter. It should have been murder. Under this manslaughter, this man could actually be given a pass. They might let him in. He don't have to go to prison now. 
Not really. And if he go, and they give him 10 years or less, he can get up for parole in no time. He's out. Then we look at uh, how they delayed this thing for three years. Let some of the sentiments, let some of the anger uh, die down, they wanted to. But this didn't die down. I'm proud of those who are in Fort Worth that have stood up and have protested and still stand in protest of the wrong that had been done in that community. Wrong. He wouldn't have done this in West Overhill. He wouldn't have went out there shooting in houses and don't know don't know the target or anything, just shoot. I think he's lying. I don't think he could see a gun. He didn't see a gun. He wanted to kill somebody. Actually, one of the guys, psychiatrists, that, 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 that interviewed him before he was able to get on the Fort Worth Police Department said this man was not mentally fit to be on that department. In other words, he had a hostile attitude. He, he wanted to do something bad to somebody. And he felt like that was the best way to do it and get away with it. This is a terrible thing. Now, they're going to give the verdict of sentencing Monday, they say. Wonder why they didn't give it yesterday. Give it, uh, let people talk about this over the weekend and let them have some time uh, <clears throat> to save over it. Maybe the preachers maybe had nerve enough, maybe they had nerve enough to talk about it and get the people really stirred up about this decision. They showed you they were not going to do right when they delayed the trial. They showed you they didn't mean to do right uh, when they chosen a non-African-American to be on the jury in this trial. They've given you signals all the way that this thing is not going to be fair. It's not, we're not going to get the verdict that we should be getting. He should be charged with murder. There should be no doubt whether he's going to the penitentiary or not. He showed no remorse. He acted like he's proud. He acted like he's mad and everything. What is he mad about? She's the one dead. Not him. So keep up the good work. You done there. I'm talking about the people, Lee Merritt and a lot of others. Watch it. That judge wants to retaliate against whatever happened to this man. He wants to, he wants to retaliate. He wants to work against these people by telling them, you violated my gag order. What gag order? If he, I, I didn't hear any. Retaliation that people getting up and saying things that was going to put that trial in jeopardy. Didn't hear it. But he's letting them know now. But but he's he, he he's retaliating against the verdict. 
and by retaliating against the verdict. Okay, hold on. He do this in front of the jury. Talk about what he's going to do to those who are with Tatiana Jefferson's family. Going to get them. He already talking about going to get them. Just, he didn't like them landslaughter, I don't guess, which he should have been charged with. They should have, yeah, charged him with murder. Sad, sad situation. 972-647-1893. I got more to say about it, but we'll take some calls now since y'all calling and filling up the line already. All right. Who do we have? And Pierre is back from Paris, France. Yeah. Good morning. Good to see you. Yes. Good being here. Good to hear. Uh, all right. So, so we have uh, Gerald and uh, line one. All righty. Good morning, Gerald. Good morning, Brother Burnett. How are you, sir? Yes, I can hear you fine. I got my hearing aid on. Can you hear me well? Yes, uh-huh. I can hear you. Okay, okay. Yes, I, uh, I, I'm just wondering about this journey. But, uh, <laughs> I'm 55 years of age, and mm-hmm. I haven't come to learn what my mom always used to try to tell me when I was a kid growing up. She wasn't very spiritual, lady. She just me. Uh, excuse me. Are you are you driving? I got my hearing aid on. Yeah, cause I'm hearing some air. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hold on. All right. How about now? No, oh, that's fine. Okay. Go right ahead. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm gonna make it quick. You know, when I was a kid, I was coming up out of my mom and dad, uh, ten kids. I'm the one that, hey, when my mom tried to, when she's teaching us spiritual means and understanding what we need to do and whatnot, she tried to teach us to be, uh, do things uh, with diplomacy and peacefully. Mm-hmm. And me, I'm like, hey, I hear what you're saying, but I got to put my hands on you. You know, you touch me, I ain't forgetting that turning the other cheek. But I come to learn, praise be to God and bless her, my mom passed four years ago. And I can come to understand what she's saying. When some things you can't handle, uh, you can't control, that you know is wrong, just sit back and let the Lord handle it. And this is one of these cases, much as I don't like to, I'm going to have to. Because we got to understand, they tried to do away with this case on Tatiana. Mm-hmm. They were hoping that the people in Fort Worth wasn't going to stand up. And, and but the thing that they didn't just let it die down. I mean, situations happen right after that. What a, a dad died, a mom passed, whatnot. This is one of these things that we can't take ourselves and be really hard struck about it. Because if we do, it can cause the ones that love and don't want to see this case go on, but don't let up. This man needs to be just like the Jews do you. He needs to be tracked down for life because he did a cold-blooded murder. That's right. And not let him live peacefully. That's right. Now, that's what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Now, I need to follow him to the day he dies. All right. Thanks for taking my call. All right. Thank you for your call. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have here? 
Black Hope is on the line too. Black Hope? Yes. Alrighty. Good morning, Black Hope. Hello? Yes, go right ahead. You're on the air. Hello? Hello, yes, Black Hawk. Black Hawk. Okay, all right. Okay, no, go right ahead. Red Steelers. But Red Steelers. That's how to kill me last night. Kill the 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 last night. Kill Hmm? Go right here. Hello? All right, come on. Uh, come on, bring another one out. Bring another one out. Okay, we have uh, Beverly on the line four. All righty. Good morning, Beverly. Beverly? Yes? Yes, go right here. You're on the air. I said good morning. How you guys doing? Fine, how are you doing? I'm 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 good, but you know what I've been thinking about it on that case? Whoever hired him made the 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 city, the county, the government responsible for that woman's death. Because they didn't have any business with him on that, that police force. Well you had one of those psychiatrists said that. <laughs> that that's that's grounds for suing them because whoever hired him that made all of them liable. Yeah. Well I hope hope they can sue and be successful in I this. That I won't bring her back, but it will it can maybe soothe a little pain, if not a whole lot. Well, but I, nothing I will bring her back. Because they, somebody needs to, and Lee Mary, don't stop, don't stop. Do mm -hmm. not let these people treat you like they did. What's that? Ma uh, uh, what's his name? Marshall. Don't let them mm -hmm. treat. You. That's what they thought. That's why they didn't want that case coming up. They knew that man was guilty. Yeah. And they delayed it three years, isn't that sad? I tell you what, we're up against a break. Wow, time passed fast. Happy weekend and happy holidays. Uh, same to you. Merry Christmas to you. All right. All right. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. And uh, we're up against a short break. We'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? I'ma kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like Here we go. All right, we are back. We are back. And you can reach us at 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. All right, we got them online. But I still want to look at this whole thing. Uh, the media is, is irritating me uh, here in Dallas. Well, it's a terrible thing what happened to that little girl, Athena sure. Strand. It's a terrible thing what this fella confessed to doing. But I've never seen so much coverage over a kidnapping and murder like this I've seen black children kidnapped and killed. Never get this kind of coverage. 
every every time the media come on, they come on, and they play that. They play it, they play it. Now I, I have a problem with the media here in Dallas. They are very, very biased, very racist. You might as well tell it like it is. We have a racist media here in Dallas. Some things they play up, some things they don't. Some people they play up, some people they don't. And we you know usually who it is they play they, they'll play up and who they won't. Watch it. When there's a murder. If it's a black dude to murder, they're gonna show his picture and just keep him on there, keep talking about him. But if a white dude to murder, they'll talk about the victim and what a person what a good person is. they announce his name but they won't they won't go on that person they won't lie down on him and bear down on her if they're white just don't let them trap you like this don't let them psych you out please people those who are not pay attention to what you hear and see Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Come on, let's bring some callers on uh, Pierre. Uh. All right, we we have a uh, uh, Malcolm Robinson on the line. Uh, Malcolm. Yes. All righty. Uh, I think he told okay. me he. He online too. Yes. Okay, we'll bring him up next. Okay. Okay. And we have James. Bring, one, bring another one. Up. Okay, so we have uh, James on the uh, line one. James. Yes. All righty. Good morning, James. Good morning, Reverend Barnett. How are you? Uh, okay. I've been uh, watching this trial on uh, YouTube every chance I get. And this trial is, is, is really, we need to watch it because they want to get that boy uh, probation. Really? And, uh, yes. What? Uh, yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Uh, uh, look that judge up on Google. You can see he's got a yeah. history of uh, 
retribution and uh, retaliation. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he had one one defendant in his courtroom. Uh, he ordered him shot because he wouldn't uh, uh, say what the judge wanted him to say. Well, at any rate, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna uh, hang up and let somebody else talk. But it bears watching. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And let's go. Uh, bring the barrister on. All right. He's on the line two. All right, bring him on. Barrister, good morning. Well, good morning. How are you? Fine. How are you this morning? Well, I'm doing fine. You sound fine. Well, I, I'm, I'm glad of that. Because <laughs> this show was cold this morning. My goodness. And, uh, yes. It was so cold, I went off, went out and left my wallet at home, and oh, my God. Oh, of all days, I'll probably get stopped by the police this morning. <laughs> I was, going without my driver's license on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to get colder. Yeah, yeah. They say it's going to be a cold Christmas. A yeah. cold Christmas. Now, I want to ask you something. About false advertisement. False advertisement. They will post one price, and when people get to the register, it's another price. Uh, is that, does the state of Texas or Dallas or anybody, who rules on things like that? Well, that falls under uh, pretty much the uh, Attorney General's office. You report those type things to the attorney general. That's one of the things I believe that they are supposed to to regulate in terms of uh, whether or not there's been a deceptive trade practice. That's that's basically what it falls under the DTPA mm-hmm. Act. I used to do uh, practical law under that, a lot of law, as a matter of fact. Uh, it, it, the Deceptive Trade Practice Act has changed some over the years, mm-hmm. but. Uh, uh, that would fall under that category. Like so that falls under Austin, huh? Say that again? That would, you have to appeal to Austin for that, the Attorney General. Well, you, 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 you contact the Attorney General's office. Under the Deceptive Trade Practices Act, you can maintain a complaint yourself with the Attorney General, and you can file a litigation uh, claiming a deceptive trade practice. Uh, if a person is in business uh, and it falls under the categories of uh, the definition of certain acts mm-hmm. constitute a deceptive trade practice. Okay, okay. Now, there's, thing, there's something you can do about this. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. But now, we have Christmas coming up. In fact, next Sunday morning, next Sunday, is Christmas Day. And people will get behind on their bills. They're already doing it. And can't pay, meet their old payments on time and different things. Have you ever heard of people, have you ever represented people that really will lose valuable things such as our cars and homes and everything behind spending too much at Christmas? No question. No question about it. Uh, uh, well, I won't just, just say just spending too much on Christmas, but 
but they they would overcharge their credit cards or they overcharge and get it and so and uh, they get behind and deep in debt and then they uh, they are pursued uh, by uh, creditors and collection agencies and all that and if there's any way in which the creditors can attach those claims that they will do that mm-hmm. and uh, uh, but but that but that, that has to be done you know if you get in that situation uh, you definitely should consult with an attorney so you can kind of get an idea of what steps you may need to take in order to protect yourself or at least try and delay the actions that they are trying to uh, uh, pursue against you uh, mm-hmm. So most of the time, those uh, debt, those creditors are unsecured creditors. So if they unsecured, and by when I say unsecured, what I mean is there is no collateral to secure their indebtedness. So uh, they just try to pursue to collect. So there's certain actions that you may be able, or strategies that you may be able to use, not to avoid the indebtedness necessarily, but to delay it probably uh, severe actions being taken against you. In other words, you're talking about uh, uh, somebody might lose their home, their house. Uh, uh, They can go back and uh, challenge that uh, in a way? Is that what you're saying? No, if it's a consumer type uh, debt, they should should not lose their house. Uh, because they overcharged on a credit card or something. Mm-hmm. The only way they would lose their house is if they put their house or their property up okay. as collateral to secure the debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it becomes the secured uh, debt and the creditor is a secured creditor. Mm-hmm. In any event, there's a possibility that they could lose their house. But people should, uh, should put their houses up to secure a, a, to secure a uh, debt. Mm-hmm. You know, in Texas, uh, your home is exempt from uh, taxes by unsecured creditors for the most part. So you 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 can only lose your home if you put your home up or your property up as collateral to secure a debt. And so you definitely should not do that. And you definitely definitely need to stay in contact with an attorney who you can consult with that can advise you on what strategies and actions to, uh, that you can take to protect yourself and mm-hmm. your assets. Yeah, I never understood that. Take a, let's, let's look at O.J. Simpson. They could not take uh, his pension. They couldn't touch that. But, but, they, but they sued him. Who, who is it? O.J. Okay. And uh, they sued him, but they couldn't touch his home. Uh, right. certain properties. Right. But he still owes that money. So, right. I, I know this is not California, but I prob- they probably have similar laws. Uh, do you, what, what is it about that case where his personal property, his home and things, couldn't be taken? Well, uh, and Texas has a similar type of exemption. Mm-hmm. <laughs> assets that you owe or uh, that you own, excuse me, that are exempt from attachment or collection 
by certain creditors. In that situation, uh, the, the people that sued OJ, they, they became judgment creditors. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's an unsecured credit. So they couldn't attach his home, they couldn't attach certain assets, they couldn't attach his, his pension. So he, in essence, became exempt from their ability to collect on certain things. Mm-hmm. So that's because they are unsecured creditors. And, uh, I mean, you know, that, that Texas has similar type laws. Mm-hmm. Texas is one of the hardest states for creditors to try and collect debt on because in Texas, your home is exempt, your, your, there's an automobile that's exempt, all those are exempt up to a certain amount. Mm-hmm. And they cannot be grabbed or attached by creditors to pay off unsecured uh, debt. Okay. Okay. I tell you what, let's go on to our phone line. Bring me a call on, Pierre. Oh. Yeah, we, we have a Randy on uh, line one. All righty. Bring him on. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Brother Barnett. Yes, huh? Pretty good. Yes, good. Hey, I, I'm going to be brief because I know you got line full. On the issue, was talking about things being mispriced, and when you get to the counter, it's a uh, Another price. I've had that happen to me several times. Matter of fact, a couple months ago, it happened at uh, AutoZone, and they had had left a uh, a uh, discount price up from the month before. I went back, got the product. They came up, rang it up wrong. I said, "Nope, that's not the price." I said, "Y'all have an advertisement back there that says it's a this price." They went back and concurred that. I said, "In accordance with Texas state law, if it's advertised like that." have to sell the customer one item, one product. So they had to give me the price that they had the month before and then took the sign down. So Texas state law says they have to sell you one item at the minimum that it's priced at. So that's how I've been handling that. That's happened to me two or three times in my life. And uh, that's what you tell them. Texas State Law says if it's advertised, even if it's wrong, if it's advertised where the customer can read it, then you have to sell them one item, one item of that product. And uh, to deal with this, uh, finally that case did come to court in Fort Worth, and I know we're all a little bit upset about the verdict, but we all know that seven, eight, ten years ago, that dude would have walked clean. He never would have got convicted of nothing. We've seen people get shot in the back the last four, five, seven years walk. So we've got to give them people a little bit of credit, at least convicting them of something, even though it wasn't what the public or most of the people in the public wanted. Because progress in this judicial system, as we all know, especially as old folks, is slow, slow, slow. Now, I'm not saying what they did was right, but at least 12, at least 12 jurors had enough gumption to at least convict an officer of something. So that's all okay. I say about that. All right, thank Talk you. To y'all later. Have a great day. Yeah, Jen, I'm not happy about anything. You don't mistreat me in no way, shape, form, and fashion, and I'm going to like it. I don't care if it's an improvement. It shouldn't have never been done been done to begin with. No. We can't be happy to say, well, oh, Lord, it's better now than it used to be. There's no way. 
We can be happy behind this because if it if it's slow, they gonna keep it slow, slow, slow. So no, no, we can't accept it. Thank you. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. We up against a short break, and we'll be right back. All right, we're back. We're back. But have we lost uh, Attorney Robinson? Uh, he's back. He's back? Yes. Okay. Uh, bring him on. Yes. Attorney Robinson? Yeah. Okay, good. I. I don't know. I thought you had disappeared. Well, had to, <laughs> every time you, you said bring on a call, I get cut off. That, that I thought was uh, the producer doing last week, but wow, we 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 have regular producer and it's, and it's doing that this week? It did it that one time. Ah. <sighs> We had taken some calls before the end, hadn't we? No. We hadn't? Not while I was on the line, no. Not while you were talking to me. All right, I tell you what. Pierre, uh, 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 bring me on another call. I hope, okay. l- let's see if it'll happen. All so right. we have uh, Larry on the line three. Larry on line three, okay. Uh, Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Rhythm Barnett. How you doing this morning? Fine. Is your radio on? I'm doing good. Can you hear me? Yeah, but I hear your radio also. Now. Yes, yeah, so I can turn it down. Yeah, uh-huh. Yes. Okay. All right. Rep. Barnett, I want to ask the lawyer a fast question. I'm going to get off the line. I, uh, my wife was uh, pulled over a couple of weeks ago, and she did a few days in jail. I got her out, and I sent her an Uber to go and retrieve a truck from the impound lot. And when she got there, they said it was $810. I wired her $810 out of cash out and everything. And when she paid the guy to get her truck, then he wouldn't let her back there to get her truck. He said that the balance was $1,200, $1,200. And... She didn't have it, but the money was in the truck. But she had her checkbook. So the thing is, the owner ended up calling the police on her again, saying that she was trying to get in the back or wherever the vehicle was at, and they arrested her again for her own vehicle. But they quoted her the price of $810. I'm asking the lawyer, is there anything we can do to resolve this issue? Because they took her back to jail. Now I got to wait another week in order to get her out. And then that means the fees are going to continue to increase. No storage fees. Well, oh, 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 it's some, I'm getting, 
I'm two or three calls in my in my headset. Sir, do you have your your uh, your your radio on? Sir, you have your radio on. Yeah, your radio. Yeah, sir, is your radio on? Hello, caller. My radio is completely down. I'm listening to you on the phone. And your radio is not on. Okay. All right. Uh, it's, all, it's all the way down. The volume is all the way down. All right, Attorney Robinson. Uh, yes. You there? Okay, go right yes. ahead. I, I said he needs to uh, consult with an attorney because there's facts involved that brought it what the question that he's asking. Part of it is, is as a result of whatever the situation was to call her to be arrested in the first place. The other is the situation, uh, the facts involved in the situation with the uh, whoever is, is in charge of the town that's holding her car. And then the third situation is regarding the, the charges that they are uh, trying to assess for her to retrieve a car. And then the fourth situation is there's a, a, apparently another set of facts related to the situation of this subsequent arrest. So he definitely needs to consult with that attorney mm-hmm. and, 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 and get all that ironed out. Yeah, there is, I'm sure there's something that he can do. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. We thank you for your call. Let's close the line, nine, sir. Huh? Yes. The number is 972-647-1893. All righty. Bring me on the call. We have uh, Maiden on the line, too. Who? Maiden. Maiden? Yes. All right. Good morning, Maiden. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Maryland. Maryland is the name. Okay. Maryland, okay. Go right ahead. You're on there. Okay, my question is this, uh, Mr. Robinson. Uh, when you cash out on a property, uh, do you have to pay taxes on that? Okay, say that, say that again. When you are what? If you, you know, if you refinance with a cash out, uh, do you do you have to pay taxes on that cash out portion? When you say when you, uh, when you say taxes, you talking about income taxes? Yes, yeah, at the end of the year taxes. You may have to pay taxes on that. That's correct because that amount of cash that you when you cash out is equity, and as equity that may be subject to capital gains tax. So you need to talk to. A, a uh, accountant or a tax person in regards to that. Yeah, you understand that when you cash out on real property, uh, transaction of real, real property, the cash that you receive is equity. And that may be subject to a capital gains tax. You understand? Yes, I do. Uh, okay. is, is, there, is, is there a certain amount that will qualify for capital gains? Well, any amount, well, I guess what you're asking is, is there any amount of capital gains that's exempt from capital gains taxes? 
you have to talk to a, a tax accountant in regards to that. I don't think there is, but there may be. Okay, okay. And, 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 uh, and sometimes, sometimes you can avoid it by putting it back into the real property. So there may be uh, ways you can avoid the taxation uh, depending on how you use the cash that you cashed out. So you talk to your accountant and, and, and they will advise you in regards to that. Okay, all right, good deal. All right, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. All right, have, thank you. Have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, you have a nice holiday as well. Thank you, bye. All right, thank you. Next question line, 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. Attorney Robinson, uh, is this... Uh, if someone have property and Christmas trees on that property and uh, if people going in there and cutting those trees down, is is that against the law? You say if somebody owns property and they have Christmas trees growing on their property? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then somebody goes in there and cuts the trees down? Yeah. Without permission or anything like that? Yeah, they're just sneaking in, cutting trees now. Oh, no, no, you yeah, they definitely need to call the uh, uh, police or the sheriff in regards to that. Mm-hmm. That's like stealing off the property. No, they, they can't do that. I, I've seen people do it. I know of some incidents where it has happened. They, they, they shouldn't do that because that the Christmas tree, just like any other tree or crop or anything else that that is goes on the property belongs to the property owner. Mm-hmm. And they can't just go in there and start cutting trees down or or pulling up sweet potatoes or whatever the situation might be. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's 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 subject to be a theft. Yeah, I, I I've seen it happen and uh I I grew up in the country, uh, really to be honest, a uh, small <laughs> town. <laughs> They used to go into this man's property to get him a Christmas tree. They go in there around October or early November, cut them a tree down. They getting them trees. They're evergreen, so they're they're not going to. Uh, I guess they'll last through Christmas. I don't know, and uh, that's they get them a tree without without paying for them. No, 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 no. They can't do that. <laughs> Uh, so I know that sometimes, you know, when you're kids, you know, as, you know, the apple tree or something on somebody's property and you go and pull apples, well, technically that's, that's theft. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so, uh, yeah, sometimes we did that when we was young. We didn't know any better. Oh, yeah. But see, that those were the best apples in the past and everything. <laughs> those, 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 you know, you can go in there and swipe. Yeah. But if, if he, we used to do our man stay behind me. That man had some good apples and some, uh, not apples, but pears. Yeah. And when we were stealing those pears, we, he, he was, those, those were the best pears. But some, at some point in time every year, he'd come open the gate and say, you boys can have them, y'all can have them. Those pears didn't taste good. <laughs> Really? Well, well, they didn't taste as good as those. Those who crawled under the fence and everything and crawled up <laughs> to the tree. 
<laughs> they just, those are the best ones. Yeah, well, we didn't know any better, but that is theft. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I was well, early teenager, late, late adolescent. And we just wanted, all oh, those, those pies were so juicy and good. But when he opened the gate, it looked like he took all the juice and everything out of the bed. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't as good. Yeah. But, but when, 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 when people get to certain points, uh, what is it, what, what is it, one thing that you represent, you've represented cases where people should have seen you a lot earlier and you might have, have could have won or done better or whatever. They, what kind of cases that people don't like to see attorneys about? You say that they do not like to see attorneys? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I want to make sure I understand your question. Well, there are certain cases people think they can handle themselves. Oh, well, well first of all, let me just say this. I tell people all the time, a lot of times they don't, they think they can handle it themselves. And the ones that think they can handle it themselves, you don't hear from them until they're in trouble. Uh-huh. They're they in deep trouble, and then they come to you and they want you to work a miracle. And mm -hmm. you have to tell people, and sometimes people only, uh, only take one time, one experience like that, and they learn they lesson. Mm-hmm. Others, they, they go on, they think they know it, or they listen to people down the street or somebody, and and and, and they get themselves in difficulty, then they call, then they want to come to you to kind of work a miracle. And sometimes it'd be too late. So, huh. while all they stay, on this show, I've been saying it for over five years, we're going on our fifth year, mm -hmm. stop with an attorney. Make sure yeah. you consult with an attorney and, yeah. and discuss questions and issues before you do anything. And don't be relying on anyone, anyone other than a person who is a duly licensed attorney within the jurisdiction that you that you reside. And in this case, it'd be Texas. Mm -hmm. Now, do counties differ that much in Texas? You said, do, are they different? Uh, do they differ in their rulings uh, in, in, in situations in Texas? Do counties differ a lot? Well, attorneys, yeah, yeah they, they differ. I mean, each attorney has his or her own approach. And it depends on the area of the law that they may be practicing in. See, as an attorney, you are licensed in all areas of the law. Mm -hmm. and, but you don't practice in all areas of the law. So you, you have to de determine and decide what area of the law that you're going to practice in, and those are the the, the, the cases all that you that you take. But you're licensed in all areas of the law. Well, I was asking that because a guy was talking to me. We had dinner the other day, and he brought up uh, something that had happened down in the Vera County, in the Cost County, and. Uh, he asked me, do I think the Dallas laws are going to, uh, 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 will be different from Nevada County? I told him, I don't know. He asked me to ask you that. Uh, so I was wondering, 
would that could that be a great difference in the way they would rule and certain things? Well, well, the state laws, if we talk about federal laws and state laws, would be the same for the entire state. Mm-hmm. There is a difference in terms of how laws are uh, interpreted and the way they apply laws, and they have what they call local rules. And the local rules deal with the can deal with the county or the uh, municipality that you're dealing with. So, you ha- and also they they have certain uh, aspects of it that 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 you need to be familiar with. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, in that case, and there are certain situations that you need to uh, talk to an attorney in that particular county, just so you get the understand the familiarity in terms of how they interpret the law and how they uh, how they uh, apply it and what the local rules are because the local rules can't control uh, put a modification on the overall aspect the way things are done. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so there can be a difference. So, so it's better to get one a lawyer in the county that you're in? Are you, are you saying it's better to get uh, a, a county that you're in? Is it no. to, to they they usually can do a better job because they know certain no, things? No, it's better. It's better that you talk to an attorney that you know that you have confidence in mm-hmm. that's licensed in the state that you're in, and then let that attorney advise you as to whether or not there needs to be a consultation with a attorney that might be more local to where your issue is. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand you. I got you. I tell you what, we're up against a short break. Those who are holding on the line, I assure you, I'm going to take calls when I come back. And uh, of, uh, Attorney Robertson will be here with us throughout the 8 o'clock hour. 972-607- is the number that, is the number you reach and we'll be right back. Yo, what's up? It's I'ma kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it Here we go. All right, we're back from Ready for Hour number two. Yes, we first invite you to be with us tomorrow morning, 9.30. Marion Barnett Senior and Heavenly Joy Church. Be with us tomorrow morning at 9.30. All right. We'll be looking to see you as you check in for church tomorrow morning. All righty. i tell you what, we still have Attorney Robinson. And Attorney Robinson, before we blow it again, would you please give out your number? Yes. My mm-hmm. number is 214-941-0717, extension 303. That's 214-941-0717, extension 303. That's, that's the number that you call. Don't call any other number. Just call that number. And leave a message if, if, and then I will make sure I get back to you. Now, some people have called other numbers, and if they left a message on another number, then I may not have gotten it at all. So, I want to make sure that the only number you call is 214 941 0717. 
and I will get your message, and I will call you back. All righty. I tell you what, let's go to our phone line. Pierre, who do we have? Okay, so we have uh, Anita on uh, line one. On line one, yes. Anita? Yes. All righty. Good morning, Anita. Hello? Anita? I hear somebody now. Hello, Anita? Yes, sir. Just go right ahead. You're on the air. Uh, yes, sir. I want to ask the attorney that I have some property in Terrell, Texas. And um, <clears throat> some kind of way, my cousin got his name on there. And he's deceased. But I cannot at all get his name off of there. And I want to know how to, how can I go by getting his name off of that land? Okay, when you say his name is on the land, what do you do? You have a deed to the property. That's correct. You have a current copy of the deed. Correct. And the copy of the deed that you have has his name on it? Do not have his name. Okay. Then when you then his name is not on the property unless it's on the deed. Whose name is on the deed? Um my granddaddy and my daddy and my uncle. All their all their names are on the deed? Yes, sir. And that's the deed that's recorded in the county where the property is located? That's correct. Then they are the ones that have title and interest in, in the land. If their name is recorded on the deed, and that deed is recorded in the county where the property is located, then those are the persons who have title and interest in that property. Only them. Yeah, all of them, yes, sir, but all of them has been deceased, and now my mother's name is on there. I mean, they, I, um, I went to a title company and uh, got her name placed on there now. Okay, well, now you can't go to a title company and do that. You need to consult with an attorney. You need to take a current copy of the deed to the land that you're talking about that's recorded in that county. And you go and you consult with an attorney so the attorney can advise you as to what your rights are in regards to that land, if you have any rights. But if you if your name is not on the deed, then only the person whose name is on the deed have title and interest in that property. Even though my mother uh, was married to my father, my they father's name was on there. Say that again. My father's name was on there, and my mother, she's married to my father. If, if it's your been there 53 name. years. Okay, your father's still living? He's deceased now. Oh, okay. So the, my question to you, and this is what you got to make sure you, you do. You go to the deed of record in the county where the land is located, and you get a current copy of the deed. 
and you see whose name is on the deed. Whoever's name is on the deed, a current copy of the deed, that's the person who has title or interest in the property. Then you take that deed and you you consult with an attorney and so the attorney can give you an, an, an idea as to what, if any, rights that you have in that property. Okay, so the deeds that I, are you saying that the deeds that I have, <clears throat> that my father had, uh, he had went and, and got the uh, copies of the deeds. Uh, the deeds I have now showing proof that he owns part of the land, uh, they are not any good? I'm not going to say that. I, what's the date on those deeds? Uh, back in 1978. You got to get a current copy of the deed. You can't, you can't rely on that old copy unless that, that old copy is still current. Oh, so you okay. gotta go so to I the, need to go? Go to the county clerk's office or the deed of records in the county where the property is located. And you make sure you secure a current copy of that deed. And they see whose name is on that. Okay. You understand? Thank you, sir. All right. You have a wonderful holiday. You do the same. All right. Thank you for your call. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. Who do you have here? Uh, Phil is on the line three. Phil? Yeah. All righty. Bring him on. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, Barnett and uh, Attorney Robinson. I have a mm -hmm. question about uh, a wheel versus, you know, about a wheel. I don't have a wheel, but everything that I do have, I have a beneficiary, you know, like my, everything I have, you know, I have a beneficiary on it. So I'm uh, attorney. Do, do I need a will if I have a beneficiary on everything that I have? Well, it depends on what you have that you say you have a beneficiary on. Okay, let me say you. Oh, go I'm ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wanted to cut you off. I was going to tell you like what I, you know, I had, you know. Well, 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 let's put it like this, huh? Uh, there are certain assets in which you can uh, name a beneficiary to receive the asset upon your death. You know, on some bank accounts, you can do that. Insurance policies, you can do that. And uh, assuming that, that, and sometimes retirement and pensions and, uh, and all that may have beneficiaries. So those assets will go to the beneficiary upon your death, provided the beneficiary is alive at the time of your death. Those are considered to be non-probate assets. The beneficiary has to be alive on the date of your death and has to be able to qualify to receive whatever the proceeds are. Uh, uh -huh. But you need a will because it, if the beneficiary for some reason dies before you do and mm -hmm. the will would determine where that asset would go because the beneficiary okay. is deceased. Or if the beneficiary becomes disqualified from receiving the proceeds, then okay. 
it, it needs to, you need a will to support that. So what you say? I do. I do need. It's definitely. I do need a will, huh? Yes. Yes. You definitely need a will. Okay, well, I'm going to contact you then and, and do that. I was just wondering about, you know, like everything I have to eat on my home and everything, I got exactly who I wanted to go to, my, my insurance, my bank account. You know, what I got, I have, you know, I have who, that's made who I wanted to go to. Wait, and I, that's, that's what I was saying. You know, why would I need a will if I got on that who gets up? But you say you can't do it everything, like a home and your bank account, your insurance or something. You, you, can't, you said first, you said all the parent what you got. And that's when I interrupted and I was going to tell you what I had to know. But then right. you said it, it doesn't cover everything, you know. That, that, that designating somebody, I'm getting nervous. That you got designated on what, who gets what you, what you have. So you say it doesn't work on everything, huh? Well, it, work, it may work on it, but that's provided that the beneficiary is alive yeah. on the date that you that you pass. If the beneficiary yeah, okay. dies before you do, or the beneficiary is disqualified from receiving the proceeds, then mm -hmm. you don't have any backup. And right. you need a will to support the situation because it's going to go to your estate if the beneficiary predeceases you or is disqualified. Uh, other than the, if the only thing that disqualifies attorneys, they got to be deceased, huh? No, no, no. They okay, can be disqualified okay. for other reasons. Okay, yeah, okay, I that's don't what I want to go into all the reasons, but there are situations okay. that beneficiaries become disqualified from receiving the right. proceeds. Right. Okay. You know, I, you know, I stay on top. And make sure that who I have, they living. Now, you know, they living now. Uh, we, unless we get killed at the same time and die at the same time, you know. So I thought I, I had to cover if I stay on top of it. They living. You know, well, they, I, they living they, now. They, they, have to survive, they have to survive you. They have to survive you by thirty days. Okay, I'm gonna get a wheel. Appreciate it, and brother Bunny, and I'm almost, I'm almost your homeboy. I grew up 29 miles from you, and we about the same age. Well, where'd you grow up? Um, Rockdale. Oh, you went to Acock High School, huh? You right, and we, we never get beat up on your black children. We would, we would beat y'all. No, you know y'all wouldn't be. Wouldn't nobody in that? Could nobody in Anderson High couldn't beat us. Okay. No, I'm, 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 nobody could be us. Brother Barnett, you keep talking. You and I got to meet in the park. We'll still listen to park. You know? Oh, man, please. <laughs> you have a heart attack out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I appreciate y'all. have a good day. All right. Good night. Have a nice holiday. All right. I'm going to be contacted. Uh, uh, I'm going to get that wheel. All right. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you. It was something. Woo, attorney. Uh, 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 yeah, uh, some popped in my mind that he brought up. I wanted to ask you, and well, I guess I'm getting old. I can't remember. It, it, it'll come back to me. It'll okay. come back to me. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have, uh, Pierre? Yes, who we have? We trying to get this this name together. Yeah, we we get the, try to get it. Uh, we love to call your name, have your name called on the air. Right. Yes, I, I like doing that. I like people to be recognized, and people love to be recognized by their name. Yeah. All right, who do we have here? Uh, Imani is on the line one. Imani? Yeah. 
All righty. Good morning, Imani. Yes, good morning, Pastor. And Attorney Robinson? Yes. Good morning. Yes. I appreciate you, brother. I, I, love, I love that song, Tell me a black man, a white man's heaven is a black man's hell. So, yeah, I, I got you. But I, I want to let you, let you know, I appreciate you, man. I didn't know how ignorant I was until you got on the stick stuff. <laughs> Um, I went to real estate school and I went to, I also had my life insurance license, but I'm still ignorant. I didn't know how ignorant we were until I found out the good things you're talking. I appreciate the show. And when I'm brought in, I'm at another funeral down. You look like we're leaving here every every weekend now. Whose funeral is this? Well, my cousin, first cousin in, in, in San Antonio. And I'm having neighborhood. So. We getting at eight, but I want to remind everybody. Turning here's what I, I, I would like for you to do, if you don't mind. We had a big meeting a couple of months ago in um, North Carolina Powernomics Corp- Corporation with uh, Dr. Todd Epson, Dr. Dr. C. C. Frazier, uh, Dr. Boss Watkins, and we talked. Well, we really gonna have to get, and there's no way out of it because we we need some education. It's power. We need reparations real bad. That's the only way. And that's the only way the Americans don't heal, because the CRT is critical race theory. It must be taught the truth, but it's the only thing that's going to set us free. So, everybody. So, I appreciate you. I'm going to get on the end, out of here, but I want to let everybody thank you for your show. Thank you for your first keys. The first keys, we tell who they were. Yes. Huh? Yeah, I'll send it out. Okay. I'll send it out to my people. So, I appreciate you. All right, thank you. Thank All you right, for your Thank call. you. Mm-hmm. Have a nice holiday. Mm-hmm. You too, brother. a short break and we'll be right back. Yo, what's up? I'ma kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it Here we go. All right, we are back and ready to go. You can reach me at 972-647-1893. All righty, who do we have here? Uh, we have... Um Aiden. Uh, Aiden on line two. Aiden? Yes. All righty. Good morning, Aiden. Aiden. Good morning, Aiden. Okay, good morning. Is that your name? Hello? Helen. Helen. I didn't think yeah. your I didn't think your name was Eden. <laughs> I know, but, that, but that's okay. I'm saying, I'm saying. I want to ask the attorney. I am confused on um, if you have a will. They say you have to file it probate. Could you explain what probate is? Do you file the will after a person is deceased? Do you file the will before the person is deceased? Could you please clarify that for me? Okay, uh, I'm sorry that 
Let me just say this. I'm glad you brought that up. If you do a last will and testament, you, you, in order to probate a will, you have to have the original will. What we recommend and advise that people would file their original will in the county. That's an extra $10 to file it for safekeeping to make sure you have the, the original will is available upon the person's death. That's one thing. But after the person dies, that original will has to be admitted to probate. So if you do a will and something happens and you die, there has to be, the will has to be admitted to probate. You just don't take the will out and start doing what the will says. It has to be admitted to probate so that the court can determine that the will is a good effective will under the law. So, yes, the will must be admitted to probate, the original will. Now, you want to make sure you understand that. Because we've had situations where people come in and somebody had a will and they start doing things under the will based upon the fact that the person had the will, but the will was never admitted to probate. So everything they done was illegal. You have to be admitted to probate. And the probate court or the court will issue an order and accept the will in the probate and give you the necessary authority to act under the will if you are named, named as the executor. You understand? Well, yeah, but, okay, so you said the original has to be filed, okay? Does that mean right, that you give the county that original or they make a copy of it? Yeah. The original will is the will that the no, must be filed with the application to this the will to probate. And if the original will is not available, Jane? the court has to accept the reason why the original will is not available. They won't just accept the copy. So if you have the original will, you must uh, keep it in a safe place so that it is not destroyed or lost. Okay, so when you say the original will, I'm kind of a little bit confused on that. You say you take, the, okay, when, if I have a will, I'm going to take it to the county to have it filed, correct? If you have a will, your will, and you have uh, followed the necessary steps to execute your will, you would take your original will and you file it in, in a county for safekeeping. In Dallas County, they allow you to file your original will for safekeeping so it doesn't get lost. And it's available. Okay, so that will, that hard copy stays with the county. It would stay with the county until such time as as it is requested to be attached to the application to admit the will to probate. Okay, okay, okay. And then after the demise of that person that 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 the will is, then that's when it, the the probate procedure starts uh, uh, takes place. The probate uh, they would do the application. To admit the will of probate has to be accepted and approved by the probate court. And once the probate court accepts and approves the original will, they issue an order. And the order is that the original, that the will be admitted to probate. 
And the order is that whoever is named as executor in the will will receive the necessary authority to act under the will. There has to be a court order that allows the person or persons to act under the will. You can't just take the will and start doing stuff. Right. Okay. Okay. What is the definition of probate? Well, the definition of probate is, is defined within the the uh, code of the jurisdiction. In this case, it's, it's uh, the uh, state code for the state of Texas. And it outlines what is considered to be probate. So uh, it's, 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 you operate under the state code of the state of Texas. Okay. Okay, so the probate is a is the procedure based on the code written for the state, correct? Am I right yeah, to say the, that? The code, yeah, the code outlines the procedure and it outlines the requirement for probate. Okay. Okay, all right. All right. I think, you know, we throw that word around probate so lightly and we don't know what we're talking about. So, so thank you, thank you so much. That, that and that's not the only word that's thrown around lightly. Heirs, you, you you are not an heir unless the probate court declares you to be an heir. You understand? Okay. Right, and then that's where the family tree comes comes into play. Is anybody to say they're heir? Well, anybody. Under the law, anybody cannot say they are heir unless the court designates them to be an heir. They could be a descendant. They could be a sibling. They could be an ascendant. But under the oh, code, okay. you, are, okay. you are not an heir unless the court declares you to be an heir of the of the deceased person. Got it. Okay. All right. And, okay. All right. Let me say this one last thing. You do not have any right to inherit any property just because your parents, grandparents, or great-grandparents, or whoever own the property and you are a descendant of them, you do not have rights to inherit that property. You do not have birthright in America. So you are you are just a descendant or a sibling. So wow. you don't have inheritance rights. Uh, Barrister, you blew my mind the day you first said that. That just because you are a descendant of uh, the deceased, you don't, you're not entitled to nothing automatically. I, I, and I guarantee you, ninety nine percent of people believe that uh, a, a kindred had something to do with inheritance. Well, that yeah, that's I know. Believe me, I talked to her a whole lot, and I, and you have to. It's a rude awakening that they that they need to understand that you don't have a birthright mm-hmm. under the code. There's a, a section for descent and distribution, and it outlines you to be a descendant of the person, but that doesn't entitle you to any of the assets or to be declared an heir. The mm-hmm. court has to declare you an heir. Wow. All righty. 972-647. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh-huh. 
972-647-1893 is the number to call. Who do we have next, Pierre? Uh, we have a, a Jane on uh, Lane 3. Jane? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Jane. Good morning, Pastor Barnett. Yes. I have mm-hmm. a question for the attorney. Mm-hmm. Go right ahead. Um, I added my minor daughter. Well, I added my daughter, who is a minor, to my property. And now I need to make a financial uh, transaction on the property. But she's too young to sign. So I'm trying to figure out how can I get her removed off of that property? Okay, well, first of all, when you say you added her to your property, this residential property, correct? Yes. How did you add her to your property? I uh, completed a general deed form and had it notarized. Okay, and did you record that? Yes, sir. So you, you, you added a minor... You deed it correct to a minor. Yes. Okay. Did you talk to an attorney before you did that? No, sir. Okay. So you have a problem now because you transferred. You, know, you appear to have transferred title and interest to your property to a minor, and uh, it doesn't sound like it was done correctly under the law you have got to go consult with an attorney in terms of where you are make sure you bring a current copy of your deed that's recorded in the county Mm -hmm. and go over the situation about you added a minor to your or you attempted to add a minor to Mm -hmm. to your property and Mm -hmm. uh, now you gotta uh, correct it because it sounds like it was done incorrectly Okay. Do you handle those type of um, yeah, we, uh, issues? We we can handle those, but I need to let you know that uh, depending on how you did it, it, mm-hmm. it it's a problem. Is this minor uh, your child? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, okay. So then, yeah, we 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 can handle it, but you know, that that, that cost involved in that. I don't know to what extent. Uh, what you did was effective, and uh, okay. but anyway, yes, we, okay. we can take care of that. Okay, okay. Well, I'll give you a call. And, and let so me much. let me say this. Let me say this for the rest of people that's out there: do not do that. This is an example of something that you do not do unless you consult and retain an attorney, so you can do it effectively. Okay. okay. Thank you so much. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Here comes the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have next, Pierre? Uh, we have a very interested caller on uh, line two. That's uh, her nickname. Very interested caller. Very interested caller. Hello. Is bring on. Yeah. Very interesting caller. You there? Yeah. All right. Go right ahead. You're on with Attorney Robinson. Thank you. Attorney, can an executor change the will? Can I again? Can an executor change a will? 
Can an executive change the will? Yes. No. What do you do if you think that happens? The executor cannot change a will. They don't have that type of authority. Now, the question is, I would need to know more about the situation, that how a person who is named as executor in the will took a, uh, attempted to change the will. What do you do if you think that may have happened or tried to happen? Well, if an executor tries, well, first of all, let's make sure we're clear. An executor has to be designated an executor by the court. They nominate it in the will by the deceased, but they cannot, they don't become executor unless the court uh, appoints them to be executor. So that means... So that means they went to probate court. Say that again. So that, are you saying that means they already went to probate court? No, I don't know that. I can't say that. Uh, That's something we got to find out. If they went to probate court and the will was admitted to probate and they were uh, named as executor by uh, by the probate court, they would have received what is called letters of testamentary and the letters of testamentary is issued by the court it gives the executive authority to act under the will and carry out the will the the executive has no authority to change the will thank you are are letters of testamentary public information are they what are letters of testamentary public information you saying corporate? Testamentary, the one you just talked about. Is that public? Is that public information? No, not necessarily, no. You have to have a lawyer to find out if there's a letter of testamentary somewhere? Well, well, if you have a, if you have a uh, case number, you can always call the clerk of the probate court give them the case number and they'll let you know uh, if an executor has been named and who the executor is. Where did you and, get a case number? Well, if you have the, uh, if you don't have the case number and uh, you have the name of the decedent, you can call the court and ask the court uh, for the case number of that, of that case if that will has been admitted to probate. Can the public access a case number? If you call the court, give them the name of the deceased person. Mm-hmm. And and tell them, and you want to find out if their will has been admitted to probate. Thank you. Ask for the case, he asked for the case mm-hmm. number. They, you should be able to get the case number. Thank you, and Merry Christmas to you. I have Same a question. For, I have a question for the pastor, and if I may. Go ahead. Go right ahead. Sir, yes. do you uh, put these programs on YouTube so people can listen to them later? Or is there a way to listen to them later? Oh, yes. You can listen to, everybody can listen to any show for two days uh, after I go off there. Today's Saturday. You yes. can listen, Sunday, listen to it at Sunday and Monday. 
uh, go back. Uh, well, I have to get to what they call that. But uh, we are on for two days. I know. Well, you, thank you for that, and, we, and Merry Christmas to you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank Merry Christmas to you. Could you. Thank you, sir. Could you find out if you can start putting your shows on YouTube? These are very important, and thank you very much. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All uh-huh. right. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Before I bring anybody on, because it's break time. And we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like Here we go. All right, we're back. And right now, uh, Pierre has something to explain to you. Basically, what the lady just asked a few minutes ago. Yeah, Pierre. Explain that what better than I could. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, so whether it is a uh, church information and open forum or a workers' beat, you can listen to the podcast a couple hours after the show. Uh, and usually, I, I upload uh, the shows uh, on Saturday. But you can also listen to uh, the past two weeks of shows uh-huh. uh, through KNON.org. Uh, Mm -hmm. So it's very easy. You go to our website and you will be able to uh, listen to the the past shows from the past two weeks and also shows, you know, from months ago or years ago, uh, thanks to our podcast. Okay. Yeah. You got a podcast. Yes. All right. Okay. I didn't even know that was even on until my wife told me and played it. It is. <laughs> I, I didn't know it was on there. Okay. I noticed people come to me and can tell me more about my show than I remember. They, they're listening and then come ask me. All right. Okay. Let's go back to Attorney Robinson. Bring me a call in for Attorney Robinson. All right. We have uh, Charlotte on uh, line three. Charlotte? Charlotte, yeah. All right. On line three. Good morning, Charlotte. Hello? Charlotte, are yes. you there? Go right ahead. You're on air. Good morning. Yes, Pastor, good. How are you this morning? Fine. How are you this morning? Turn the radio down, baby. Yes, yes. Good Thank morning, you. Pastor. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Uh huh. You're on with uh, Attorney Robinson. Can you hear me? Yes. No, I guess you've got to talk to me, please. That's what I'm asking. Can you hear me, sir? I can't, I can't. Yes, I can hear you. Hello? 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 Stop taking me, Greg. Shit. Because... Hello? Attorney Robertson, maybe she can hear your line. I don't know. Okay. I, I, I kept saying hello. Hello? Well, she's gone. Yeah, what she, happened? Yeah, I don't know. She's, uh, we have Ray on the line, too. Okay. Bring Ray on. Good morning, Ray. Hello, Ray? Hello. Yes, go right ahead. Ray, you're on air. Yeah. My name is, my name is V.H. All right, well, go ahead. You're on air. Say, look here, man. Uh, my question is, white or white Jewish? 
I'm going to ask you this one question because I know you're talking about land. When that judge instructed that jury, they say, you find him guilty of what you call it, manslaughter. Mm-hmm. Judge told him what the jury to do. Judge is supposed to do that. You see, when I went to court in Louisiana a long years ago, they had all white jurors. All these misquakes in the country. Why you had all white people up there? Yeah. You're asking Attorney Robinson that, aren't you? And then another thing, I'm going to tell you, let you go. Another thing, when the police come to your door, they're supposed to say police. And they go in the backyard, police. Mm-hmm. She got shot for no reason, man. He's supposed to announce who he is. Mm-hmm. He's been in my backyard and want to say who he was. He's been dead. Mm-hmm. But anyway, all I got to say is... He said uh, he was afraid the reason why he shot. Well, he created the fear by not announcing himself. Yeah. There you go. Now you go to a block gate and run to the woman's backyard. That's one of your good ideas. They ain't going to do nothing to him. It's like one of the rest. I'm old, man. I'm 78 years old. I've been knowing you a long many years. Yes. But look here, man. This ain't over with. All right. Okay. All right. Have a good day, Reverend. Have a, have a holiday. Yes. Uh huh. Go right ahead. All right, bye. Uh, my, come on, Pierre. I need you to bring me another call up. And my Starbucks are here. It's always on time. I can do it. <laughs> Thank you. For I can al- I can always depend on my Starbucks. <laughs> All right, All right, bring me up another one. Uh, we have uh, Beverly on uh, line three. Beverly. Yeah. All ready. Bring on. Good morning, Beverly. Evelyn. Evelyn. All right, Evelyn. Good morning. Yes, I have a question. Uh, My mom and dad are both deceased, and there are six living children. And I heard you talking earlier about descendants and heirs. It's a difference between descendants and heirs. Now, I'm wondering what what status is that property following in as far as the children are concerned. As far as I know, there's no will. Okay. Okay, let me Both explain this to you. Both and there are six children. So what status does that property stand in? What status does that property in as far as uh, the six children are concerned? It, well, the, 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 the way the property is, is the six children are, if they are children of the deceased, they are descendants under the estate code, but they are not heirs of the deceased. A application would have to be filed with the probate court in the county where the property is located to indicate that they ask the court to declare the children to be heirs and any other descendants to be heirs of the deceased. And then, once they are declared heirs, you ask the court to, uh, since the person died without a will, they died in test state. So the court would declare who the heirs of the decedent are, and then the court would designate an estate be set up on behalf of the decedent for the benefit of the heirs and name an administrator who would be in charge of the estate of the decedent. That's basically the way it works. So all they are are descendants under the the state code of the state of Texas. So uh, at this time, uh, none of the children has a 
right to the property or how does it go? None of the children have any right to any asset of the deceased. They are just children of the deceased and they have to be named and declared to be an heir of the deceased before they would uh, have any right to any of the assets of the deceased. You don't, there's no birthright. People have to understand, in America there's no birthright. Just because you are a child of a parent, you have no right to any of the assets of that parent. Not in America. You have to go through a process to be declared an heir by a court of competent jurisdiction. And once you are declared an heir, then you have a, a right to, to their assets, which is going to be established by the court. That's hard for okay. people to understand, but that's the fact. You, you got, y'all, everybody have to accept that. Don't fight that. Accept it and go and talk to an attorney so you can be advised. I'm talking, I'm talking to everybody, not just you, miss. That, that, uh -huh. that the person can be properly advised because we run into this all the time. And we have to tell people when they don't want to accept it. But that's the law. Okay? Yeah, and that's, and that's what I didn't understand. I always thought that the, uh, you know, the children were, as being descendants, you know, they would just inherit the property. No. That's to, that, that is totally wrong. That is not okay. the law in the state of Texas or practically in any other state, but we talk about Texas. Just because okay. you are a child of a parent, you have no right to any of the property or assets that the parents own. Just because you're the, a child. That the, 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 deceased, that the deceased parents had, you don't have any right. You have no right to their property or their assets that they own at the time of their life. And when they die, mm -hmm. when they die, if they didn't leave a will, and the will admitted to probate, you have no rights to any of it. So okay. the court have to declare the children or the grandchildren or whoever the descendant is to be an heir. Once you are declared mm -hmm. an heir under the probate code of the state of Texas, then you have certain rights to the assets of the deceased. But you have to be declared to be an heir of the deceit. That is the law. Okay. I just, okay. I, what I, go ahead. I, uh, now, now what I'm thinking about is six children. Can all of them be, be declared heirs or? If all of them so that it are. Be, in case we want to uh, divide it up equally or something like that, all of them have to be declared heirs. All of them have to be declared heirs. Just can get one to be the administrator. Uh, well, what, let's put it like this: If one uh, uh, child wants to apply to be administrator, and the others do not, then that one child is going to be be the administrator and declared to be an heir. And the other five, they are, they they will have no right. You understand that? Okay, yeah, if, if, the, if the other, like, one wants to be the administrator and the other five don't, then the, that one person will bear the right. The one is going to request that the court declare who the heirs of the deceased are. And in that request, they're going to, the court, the, they're going to ask that the court declare all six to be heirs of the deceased. 
But if the six of them, the other five don't want to, then they won't be declared an heir. But the court has okay. to declare them an heir. Okay, okay. But it can be one or all six declared as heirs. Can be, if, if there, let me put it to you like this. If there is an application for a declaration of heirship, and, and, and I'm involved in it, we're involved in it, and we know about all six being children of the deceased, we're going to ask the court to declare all six to be heirs. Uh-huh. Okay? Uh, yes. Okay. All right, we thank you. Thank you for your call. All right, remember, today, starting at 10 o'clock, from 12 to 5 p.m., the 6th Annual Kenoyan Toy Drive. Today, this will be at 3100 Alepscombe Boulevard. And uh, just go by. Make sure your children, grandchildren, or whatever, your niece and make sure you get them some toys. They, they've been packing toys out of here. This is uh, the 6th Annual Kenoyan Toy Drive. They've been packing them out all morning. They keep up and down the hall with boxes, big, big, big boxes. And uh, go by and get your loved one uh, or your little one uh, some toys. All right. Get some toys. All right. We've got about three minutes left. Uh, bring bring one on, uh, uh, Pia. Uh, we have a councilwoman, Caroline Arnold, on uh, line two. All righty. Good morning, Madam Mayor. How are you this morning? Good morning. I need to pull a fast one on you, but I need mm-hmm. the, uh, Matt, uh, Attorney Matthew to tell us how we can legally change uh, the name of uh, our community to the South Oak Cliff Golden Bears, Texas. Uh, which community? <laughs> I was now, you know, we read odds on that, you know. <laughs> My my kids were Carter Cowboys and Timber Knights. <laughs> and they, they still would they, they they could be they it still could be them. Right That's all right. You go on, bring your cause I got something I want to bring on too. Uh, uh, well, legally, legally, we just want to know today. We want to make sure if we could do it legally, we would change the name to the South Oakland Golden Bears, Texas. Uh, today mm-hmm. for the back to back, and congratulations to uh, Coach Todd, two-time Todd, mm-hmm. uh, two-time back to back champion. Coach That's Coach. all right. That's great. All yeah, right. Well, I, 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 I agree. I want to congratulate Coach Todd and his dad, who I know, and his uncle, who I know. <laughs> well, I, I'm friends with his grandfather, uh, yeah, who yeah. used to be the principal of soccer. But, yeah, 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 Enrollment level, but they were playing far above it. 
Yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah, I got to get in here. Got to run. Come. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Uh huh. Thank you. Happy holidays. Yeah, I uh, thank you, attorney. And uh, I got to get in right. Got to run. Coming next is the workers' beat. So stay tuned to all the great programming on KNON. Sorry, I can't take any more calls. The line's full, but I just can't take any more. Bye-bye.